cat being hit with reeds or something. I don't know. Just because you don't like my singing doesn't mean nobody else would like my singing. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said it wasn't any good. <gasps> Legasp. Legasp. Point that at your face. <laughs> You've reached the chaise lounge. Oh, you're recording? I'm recording. Oh, you sneaky little sucker. I know. Hi. Hi. Uh. This is round two this week. Night two. It Night is now two. Saturday, May the 6th. And you know what we're going to have to do? I'm going to pause this real quick, so uh. just bear with me. Okay, so I paused it and then I unpaused it. And as far as anybody is concerned, we are back instantly. Yep. Because we're just that good. Time travel. Welcome to the Shays Lounge. Well, we had a good podcast. I think we did a pretty, I mean, I think we did a halfway decent. I mean, we enjoyed ourselves. Don't know if it was good or not, but we enjoyed ourselves, and that's what matters, we had right? a We had a fun podcast last night. Yeah. On Friday, which is, and I don't know if we're going to continue doing this two podcast thing, but we're going to do it until it doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. Because we have fun doing these. And we were we were kind of planning on doing we were still planning on doing Lamageddon this week and you know circumstances being what they are we didn't get a chance to do Lamageddon um, but I still want to do that movie but yeah. yesterday we did just kind of a fun podcast and today I think is going to be like a more not fun podcast because <laughs> it's going to be about like politics and you know just the stuff that's been going on in the world that we've been paying attention to the last week or so that's been irritating us right so that's kind of what we're talking about tonight so we're talking about the stuff that irritated us and i have like a whole page of stuff so that should be fun well, i want to make sure i got the spelling right uh how do you spell your name again c r i this is cricket yep and everybody knows i'm talking and thank you for joining us once again. So, um, I've got a page of stuff that we're going to talk about. Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, maybe at the top. We can start at the top. So, the first thing I have on here is about the Budweiser boycott. I don't know if you guys have been I'm paying sure attention. I'm sure, I'm sure everybody has seen it. Um, Budweiser, a few, I guess about a month ago now, um, had a little one-off thing that they did with uh dylan mulvaney an influencer on tiktok where they sent her she's a transgender um transgender woman on tiktok and they sent her a six-pack of beer with her face on it and it was just it was one of those things that corporations do sometimes six pack a single six-pack it was not a campaign it was not a nationwide thing it was just they sent her a beer, a, a, a can of beer with her face on it so that she could get on TikTok and drink the beer and promote it. That's it. Right. That's all I did. And apparently that is the worst possible thing that they could possibly have done because the right wing... They were all desperately looking for their safe places. <laughs> I mean, they were just... Their fifis got hurt. Their butts got hurt. I have never seen anything... As much... As the right wing like to talk about the left wing being snowflakes, I have never seen as many fucking snowflakes as I have seen since Dylan Mulvaney got a beer can with her face on it. These guys are acting like you went to their house and kicked them in the nuts personally. Every single one of them. And I just don't get it. I mean, they got on TikTok. They got on Twitter. They got on 
Instagram and Facebook, and we're talking about how we needed to boycott. Um, Shooting the beers, <laughs> running them over with a stream steamroller. I mean, oh, so my favorite was the Kid Rock one, okay, because he he got three thirty packs of beer. Now he had already purchased this beer from Bud Light, so Bud Light's like, whatever, dude, we've got you, your money. <laughs> I don't care if you drink it or shoot it or we don't give a shit what you do to it. But he got on TikTok and had these thirty packs of beer set up in front of a pond, and um, said something about fuck Bud Light. And then shot it with an AR-15. But if you watch the video, when he shoots it with the AR-15, he misses with most of his shots. And somebody with a shotgun outside of frame actually shot the beer for him because he did not hit any of the beer. <laughs> and that was kind of that was kind of what people were doing on TikTok. They were making all these videos, you know, taking the cans that they had already purchased and pouring them out, or. Um, running over them with their trucks or, you know, throwing them in the air and shooting them. One guy had a TikTok where it looked like he, he threw it up in the air and then, like, shot it with lasers that came out of his eyes. I mean, he was, like, doing high-tech stuff. Oh, my Lord, I didn't see that one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and he did it in front of his big Ford pickup truck, which Ford is known for doing their LGBT stuff. <laughs> and people kept pointing out on TikTok... Um, that all these guys were pulling beer out of their beer fridges and some of their fridges were branded like with uh, Budweiser or Heineken or, you know, all these others. And they're like, well, if you look at the parent companies of these beers that you're branding on your fridges, they all do LGBT reach outreach, well, just like, like Budweiser. Well, did. like the one guy was like, threw away all his Bud Light and came home with a, his SUV back of it full of Jack Daniels. At least fourteen hundred bucks worth of Jack he's Daniels. Like, this is always going to be a safe way it'll go. Mm, not really, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because Jack Daniels is known for doing. I mean, they they have big pride outreaches and and they they've branded their bottles with pride flags and all kinds of stuff. And these guys are just such idiots because they don't mm. know or they don't care. They're just, they were told to be angry about this, and so they decided to be angry about it. And this, the, the anger over a single trans woman getting a beer with her, with her face on it has lasted for a month. And that, that's insane. That's absolutely insane. And so these guys are like a Tim Pool and um, Matt Walsh on Twitter. Um, Ollie, what's his face? That, that fuck nugget. That, oh. No, that fuck nugget that tried to turn himself into a Korean woman and then decided he didn't want to be a Korean woman anymore. Um I can't remember his name. His name's Ollie something. But um, <clears throat> they've all been on, on Twitter talking about how we need to boycott uh, Budweiser and Bud Light and how this is the most successful um, boycott in history. And conservatives just need to keep their foot on the gas. Well, if you look at Budweiser's stock prices and their market cap, <laughs> it dipped momentarily <laughs> and then went right back up. I mean, to say that this is the most successful one, would mean that every boycott ever, ever, ever had all failed. Completely. Basically. 100% fail, failure. Basically. Yeah. Is the only way this one could have been the bar deemed is, as the most successful. Yeah, because the bar is so freaking low on, on boycotts. But that's another thing that, that, that I wanted to bring up, too, because these guys are like, well, we need to boycott, we need to boycott, we need to boycott. They're the ones who scream all the time about cancel culture. 
You can't cancel me for my opinion. You can't cancel me for my belief. That's wrong. You shouldn't have cancel culture. But they sure are willing to go out there and cancel somebody they don't like. Yeah. I mean, now, I I saw uh, Pat Lawler on TikTok the other day pointed out that what Republicans seem to do in situations like this, you know, people accuse them of hypocrisy because they're like, well, you know, they, they scream about not having cancel culture, but then they're perfectly willing to cancel other people. He pointed out that it's not hypocrisy because they genuinely, truly believe that there's two sets of rules. There's rules for them and there's rules for you. Mm-hmm. And it's not hypocrisy means you internally believe something and then you do the opposite of that belief. Their internal beliefs are consistent. They don't believe they're held to the same standard you are. And so it's not hypocrisy in the way that we're thinking of hypocrisy. It's inconsistency. And, you know, they're perfectly willing to cancel somebody they don't agree with. But, you know, that that fits their... Is is that Cayman Jack hitting? This Cayman Jack is so fucking good. (laughs) But anyway... this, (laughs) This has been the most asinine asinine thing i have seen in a while and for it to still be going on after a month is just insane these people need to get a life well they're they're clinging on to that because they don't have uh tucker every night or five nights a week telling them what they're supposed to be mad about thankfully yeah kaylee mcenany is is uh auditioning for his job though because she said something about uh uh the protest over that um that homeless man that got killed on the subway, mm-hmm. uh, she said that um, at least they have rhythm during their protest. Um, and one of her coworkers uh, laughed at that, thought it was funny. Wow. Yeah. Um, so she is definitely auditioning to be Tucker's replacement. But that's another thing I wanted to talk about was that, that poor guy that got murdered on the subway. By the ex-military by the no he's not he, yeah i guess he is technically ex-military he's a 24 year old his name is um hang on i'm gonna look up his name his why would name he is be ex already at 24 um hold on let's see i guess he didn't re-enlist or something I, mean, I guess you could technically get out in six years if you went in at 18 yeah so uh the homeless man's name is jordan neely um uh he was homeless he was um he was having a mental breakdown, is what it yes. appears. Um, he was being aggressive toward the. Um, he was being aggressive toward the people on the subway. He was upset about the fact that he was hungry and unable to find food. He was upset about the fact that he was homeless. He was basically saying, "This is bullshit in this country that I should be homeless and hungry." You know, you, you nobody will help me, and, 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 and this is bullshit. And he was being loud, and he was being belligerent. Well, um, let's see. Let me find, let me find this guy's name. Um, if you wanted his name, you should have already looked that shit up. I should up. have already looked it up. His, his last name is Penny. Well, I mean, regardless, I mean, this, this dude choked this guy out and killed him. Yeah, Long so. Long story short, he choked him out and killed him, and some people are praising him. Well, what? But yeah, maybe the guy was getting belligerent. Maybe he was getting hostile. But getting belligerent is not a fucking death sentence. Mm-mm. It shouldn't be. And what what's what's so what's so crazy about the fact that uh, the 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 stuff about the guy that that murdered him? He choked him for fifteen minutes. Do you know how long fifteen minutes is that you have to hold somebody down 
That's insane. That's a long time. That is a long damn time to be holding somebody down. I mean, he had to know that this guy couldn't breathe and couldn't move and wasn't able to defend himself or anything. And the lionization of the guy, of Penny, uh, that murdered Neely, um, <clears throat> is kind of along the lines of the Kyle Rittenhouse thing because they're looking at Neely's previous arrest record. He's been arrested 45 times for various crimes. Most of it like petty type stuff. None of it's been aggravated assaults or anything like that. Most of it's been petty, you know, just little misdemeanors and things like that. And they're saying, well, it's a good thing that he got a criminal off the streets. Mm -hmm. But Penny didn't know any of this stuff before he choked that man out. He didn't know any of it. He just saw a man who but was acting erratically and do, choked him if out. If he did know it all, none of that still constitutes a death sentence. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I mean, none of what he did constituted. And, and there's so many people on the right saying, well, he shouldn't have been acting erratically. He got what he deserved. In fact, there was a Twitter poll that, that Tim Pool put out, which Tim Pool is, he's a, a fucking horrible person. But he put out a Twitter poll saying, um, do you believe that Neely's death was justified? Or do you think he got what he deserved? Or do you think it was uh, unjustified? And 78% of the people that responded to the poll said that he got what he deserved. And I'm trying to think, you know, since when is it okay for people to act like vigilantes and not give other people due process? Isn't that the drum that the right likes to beat? Is the due process drum? You have to give people their due process. You have to give people their day in court. That's only for certain people. Yeah, exactly. Only for certain people. Not all of them. Yeah, I'm going to drink some more of this wine. Hang on. You, you drink this is, wine. this is making me very sad talking I mean, it's about It's been this sitting stuff. over there for a while, so. It's got beads of sweat all over it. Quit talking and drink. Go, 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 go. Oh, what a wuss. <laughs> it's bubbly wine. It's hard to drink a whole bunch of it at once. But... Sounds like an excuse to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it turns out that um, we didn't know Penny's name for a long time. Several days after uh, Neely got murdered. And we found out why. Oh, yeah, you told me about this. I don't remember He is was. the son of a former an New York chief. police chief. Yeah. So he was being protected by the cops. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't want his name to get out there. Because they knew. Because they, they, they took him into custody the night that he murdered Neely. And then they immediately re released him. Well, the autopsy was performed on Neely. And his cause of death was ruled a homicide. So now they're going to have to arrest him and do something with Penny. We're just not sure what they're going to do with him. We'll just have to see. Probably ain't going to do a damn thing. He is white and the son of a police officer. Not a damn thing is going to happen to him. Nope. And that sucks. Now give him one of those old slaps on the wrist and that's all he'll get. That's exactly what will happen. He'll, he probably won't even spend a day in jail. Oh, speaking of spending a day in jail, guess what happened the other uh, I, I believe it was yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday was Friday, right? Yeah. I got drunk yesterday. Did you spend a day in jail or did I? No, it wasn't okay. me. All right. Four of the Proud Boys oh. got their sentences handed down. 
<laughs> they're all getting like up to like one guy got 14 years in prison yep. for seditious conspiracy four proud boys um got convicted for seditious conspiracy over their role in the january 6th insurrection and so whenever the right wingers come out and go well where are the choice where are the charges for treason if you think that this was a treasonous act where's the charges for treason there there's the charges for treason seditious conspiracy is treason there they are and they're very very lucky that we don't hang people for treason anymore i mean that law is still on the books they could do it they're very lucky that they're not being hung for that but yeah four of them four of them are going down so more to follow and and enrique taro he he's the uh he's the head the the leader of the proud boys um, I forget how many years he was sentenced to. It may, he may have been the one that was sentenced to 14 years. I'm not sure. But um, he was asked during the trial what he thought of Trump when Trump said, stand back, stand down, and stand by when he was right. asked to disavow the Proud Boys. And Enrique Taro said, oh, yeah. He said, we took that as marching orders. We took that as, hey, hang on. We're going to tell you what to do later but just hang in there because we're going to have some marching orders for you. And the membership of the Proud Boys at that time tripled. Yep. Absolutely tripled in the days after And this is one of the Proud Boys even admitted that because they asked him, with Trump saying that, was there an effect of any kind on your organization, whatever you want to call it? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I like our members, like, just we, we tripled instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if there's one thing you can't stop, it's a racist with a cause. Yep. And, and Trump gave them a cause. And he gave them their marching orders. He, he told them, stand, stand down and stand by. And they and did People it. still support that piece of shit. I mean, well, for, for Enrique Taro oh, and the other guys to say that Trump was responsible for their actions on January the 6th makes it far, far more likely that Trump will be indicted for his actions on the 6th. Because they, during the trial, pointed directly at Trump and said, he is the reason we did what we did. He told us to do it. Well, it's just like you saw the videos of those ones during the day it happened. They're like yelling, "What are you? why are you trying to arrest us? Tr- Trump invited us here. He told us to come here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew this. Um, I, I saw this um, on uh, on TikTok the other day, but it was a reporter from MSNBC. Um, uh, uh, I can't even remember the name of the reporter. But uh, he was saying, uh, investigative reporter, but he, he was showing video of the Proud Boys and others and the Oath Keepers. They had weapons caches. Oh, yeah. All over the city, like all, all around the Capitol. So, you know, you hear the narrative of, oh, nobody on January the 6th was armed, so it couldn't have been that big of a deal because nobody had weapons. Oh, they had weapons. Yeah. They, they definitely they had weapons. Up, like, in days in advance. Yeah. Yeah, because they were going in two, two, three days before setting up these weapons caches, getting ready for the 6th because they knew it was going to... And it, it, props on the police officers there... If one bullet had gone flying from the police officers, it would have been an absolute massacre. Yeah. It would have been so much worse. So props on them for seeing all the white faces and not firing their weapons blindly into the crowd. 
because that would have been horrible. Yeah. But a lot more people could have died that day. Yeah, very, instead of the five that easily. did. Yeah, absolutely. But if yeah, uh, if if one person in that crowd had fired a weapon, it would have been on. They would yep. have gone. They would have gotten those weapons caches. They would have. It would have been an absolute massacre. It was insane. But speaking of January the sixth, I want somebody to answer the question of why did Marjorie Taylor Greene, three days after she was sworn into Congress, ask Trump for a pardon? Or three days after she was elected to Congress, why did she ask Trump for a pardon? Who knows? I want to know. I want to know what she did that she thought she needed to be pardoned for. Because in order to get a pardon, you have to be guilty of something. You can't just get a pardon. A blanket pardon for, you know, future crimes. Something you might have done. You have to admit what you did. Yep. And then they pardon you for that thing that you admitted that you did. There has to be an admission of guilt. What what did she do? Is she the bomber? She's the bomber, isn't she? She's a hundred percent the bomber. But somebody would have had to mate him for her because you know she's too fuck. They said they were workable bombs. She's way too fucking stupid to figure out how to do that. Well, see, I think she's got that 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 dumb smartness. No, she ain't got no smartness. So she, if she, that was her. Only smart thing she did was pay off somebody else to do it to pay to build them. I don't know what she did, but I really think she's the bomber. That that gait that she has is just yeah. too like the way she walks. It's just too. I don't know. It just looks like her so much. <laughs> well, they've even showed pictures of her wearing the same shoes as what they saw. And those Obama are some wearing. unique shoes. Mm-hmm. Those are not Nikes. I mean, those are some like specialized, unique. I think she's going down at some point. I just don't know when. God, wouldn't that be great if it was soon? Ugh. Dear baby Jesus. <laughs> oh my gosh. Her and Bo Bear both need to go. Yeah, I agree. Um, She's... Oh my God. <laughs> I, I hate to call her stupid because that may offend all the people out there that are actually stupid. Which one? Bo- Bobo or... Bobo. Because you know people are like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm stupid. Don't, don't, don't put her in with us. <laughs> well... Mrs. GED. After four or five times tried GED. She passed it on her fourth try. And she passed it in the months leading up to being elected to Congress. That's what's so bad about it. She still did not have her GED leading up to Congress. She was a high school dropout. Hey, everybody. I'm stupid and uneducated. Vote for me. And they did. That's the insane thing. I'm smart because I married a guy that showed his penis to some underage girls at a bowling alley. And she was one of the underage girls at the bowling alley that he showed mm-hmm. his penis to. And do you know she had him arrested for domestic abuse? And then she got also arrested for domestic abuse? Not surprised. Yeah, they both have been arrested multiple times. She got arrested for a DUI at least once. Um, her husband got in trouble with the cops here recently because her kid was he was he was driving their side by side down the street like a crazy person and one of the neighbors complained and said please keep your kid off the road he's going to kill somebody and the husband bobo's husband came out and went to the neighbor and threatened to kick his ass because he is a drunken (laughs) redneck 
and you know the police were called in that situation and that, that was that, that was a whole mess I don't know why Bobo and her and her family didn't get arrested for that mess because I mean they were they were like accosting these people. All they did was say, "Hey, you know, keep your kid off the street; he's going to kill somebody." Right. And they got all mad about it. You keep your keep you keep yourself. Stay away from my kid. It's like, well, hell, keep your keep your kid off the street. Yep. Keep him off the street. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> Next. Cool. Clarence Thomas is getting more more and more corrupt by the day. And it's another one of those guys that, you know, not shit's going to happen to him because he's got the, he's, everybody knows what side he's on. Mm-hmm. So, it ain't a damn thing going to happen to him. And it cracks me up because the, uh, the right wing, uh, you know, Ben Shapiro and all those guys are sitting there saying that the only reason people are going after Clarence Thomas is because he's a black conservative. And I'm like, no, he's, they're going after him because he's corrupt. <laughs> it has nothing to do with his skin color or his politics. He is fucking corrupt. He, Harlan Crow is his um, angel investor donor, mega donor, um, who took... That's his sugar daddy. That's his sugar daddy. It's exactly right. They've got some weird relationship, man. Because Harlan Crow has like... He's paid for so much random shit that Clarence Thomas has done. Paid for his travel across the world. Paid for his lavish vacations. Clarence Thomas is was raising his grandnephew. And there's some... I'm not sure if he adopted the kid or if he just raised him. Mm-hmm. But either one. One of those two things was is the truth. He either adopted the kid and raised him as a son or he just raised him. One of the two. Um... And Harlan Crow paid for him to go to at least a year of private school, and each semester was uh, $6,000. Ooh. Yeah, $6,000 a That's semester. That's a lot. That's a lot. And Harlan Crow paid it. And what cracks it? Oh. Pause. Sorry about that. The kid came home. <laughs> so now the kid's going to be loud. <laughs> of course. That's what they're supposed to do. But um, what were we talking about? Clarence Thomas, Harlan yeah. Crow. Um, his sugar daddy. His sugar daddy. Um, so Clarence Thomas has been in this weird relationship with this guy. He says we've been um, we've been friends for twenty five years. Well, he's been on the court for thirty. So you met him after you were a justice. So this is clearly a conflict of interest. Harlan Clark. It's like so. Well, so it's like okay, Mr. Thomas. Um, let's back that up a little bit. <laughs> let's hit rewind on that. We're gonna hit play again here in just a second. Now, say again to the class, everybody understands what exactly it is that you just admitted to. You just verified that you became friends with this guy that's been paying for all your shit after you got a seat on the Supreme Justice, the uh, Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Thank you for admitting it, you dumb shit. Harlan Crow purchased himself a Supreme Court seat. That he did. And I would be interested to know if he purchased himself more than one because Brett Kavanaugh had so many debts and somebody paid off his mortgage, which is a $1.2 million mortgage. Somebody paid that off for him. Somebody paid off his $92,000 in club fees at a golf club. Somebody paid off his student loans. And we don't know who that person is. So somebody else has them their own bought and paid for seat on the Supreme Court. 
And, you know, it, there are people on the right who are saying that um, just, uh, Justice uh, Sotomayor also has a conflict of interest because she had, she published a book with, I believe it was Random House, and it got her like $3 million or something like that is what she was paid for the book. And she did not recuse herself from a case involving Random House. Now, that looks bad, right? Not not great. Well, yeah. Not not a good idea to not recuse yourself off of something like that. But the difference is she reported everything that she got from Random House on the disclosure forms. And Thomas has not done that. Um, he didn't report anything. He just, oh, there's the kid. <laughs> Could you possibly be any louder? Yes. <laughs> so he well, didn't. He didn't report that, any like of the stuff you from Harlan Crow. Ask your coworkers, can you be any more stupid? Yeah. Because they take that shit as a challenge. Take that shit as a challenge. But the the thing about Justice Thomas not reporting Harlan Crow and paying for the tuition is that he didn't report when Harlan Crow paid for the tuition for his grandnephew, but somebody else also paid for a semester of this kid to go to private school, and he reported that. So he knew it had to be reported. He just chose not to report Harlan Crow. So there's some kind of weird symbiotic relationship there between the two of them. And Harlan Crow has had business in front of the court before, so... You know, this several times, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, definitely more than once, and and stuff on behalf of Harlan Crow that he may not be directly involved with, but is owned by him, has also been in front of the court. Oh, okay. So the the, the tendrils go deep, very very deep, and in every single case involving something to do with Harlan Crow. Clarence Thomas has ruled in favor of Harlan Crow's interests every single time. So corrupt, but corrupt, corrupt. You can laugh it back around where we started, though. Ain't shit gonna happen to Ain't him. Ain't shit gonna happen. And but do you know why nothing's gonna happen to him? Other than the fact that he's a conservative and a Republican, and there's no accountability on those guys. Okay. There is no code of ethics for the U.S. Supreme Court. Did you know that? Yes, I did know that. Federal judges are held to a certain standard, and they have a code of ethics, but for some reason it does not extend to the Supreme Court. And I will never understand why. Shouldn't they have a higher standard? Especially, so? Especially considering they're basically unelected kings. Yeah. The Supreme Court has been very carefully and very judiciously over the last however many years, pulling more and more power to itself, where it can override the president, it can override Congress, it's unelected leaders that are in there for life, they're kings. Yeah. And they've been drawing to themselves more that, and more that's power. That's one thing I think There's no checks should and balances. be completely illegal removed gotten rid of there should be no such thing as a lifetime appointment to fucking anything i agree and 
one one guy I was listening to on TikTok was saying that the, that the the term should be eighteen years because there's nine justices and they should the, whoever the oldest serving judge is should rotate out every two years. See, I, I still like my idea because there should be thirteen justices. I agree. There should be 13 justices because right? we have 13 circuits, and, and that's then the whole point. Every year, one gets replaced. Mm-hmm. So that makes their term 13 years. Mm-hmm. Which is what Germany does. And so, like, you know that when you're elected or when you're put in or whatever, you get 13 years. And after that 13 years is up, you're out. So, like, every year. You're getting someone new in. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of this stuff has age requirements. Like you have to be a certain age before you can do these things. Mm-hmm. There should be an age cap. I 100% agree. These octogenarians should not be running the country. Because you got these 80 and 90 year old people up there that's so fucking out of touch with the way, shit, way things are now. Mm-hmm. That is making life-changing decisions for everybody else Mm -hmm. so minimum age 18 i don't care yeah that's fine you know if if you want to become a judge at 21 or whatever okay 21 we'll say 21 21 50 to 55 tops i'll give them to 65 i'll give them to retirement age but if you are going to be 65 at any point during that 13 years that you're in Congress or that you're that you're in the judge, when birthday hits, you're gone. Bye bye. You're gone. And that, and it, even if your 13 years is not up, when you hit 65, it is a mandatory retirement age. That's it. Yep. And this guy that was saying about the 18 year rotating terms, he was saying that the justices don't have to retire at that point, according to his plan. They would become a quote-unquote senior judge, which is a real cushy job where they don't really have to do a whole lot. They sit there and they get paid to have opinions. And if there's ever a vacancy in the court because somebody, you know, had a heart attack or whatever or got impeached, they would step in until somebody else could be appointed. He also said that according to his plan, you would be re- Congress would be required to fill that seat, a vacant seat, within 121 days of it becoming vacant, which would stop Mitch McConnell from pulling that bullshit he pulled with Obama and the bullshit he pulled with Justice Coney Barrett. Mm-hmm. It would stop oh, that bullshit. Oh, we can't fill this seat. Let's let the people decide. Same exact situation four years later. Well, we got to hurry up and get this one through. Oh, I thought you said let the people decide. No, no. I think we did that wrong, so we're going to do it right this time. Piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. Where is he, by the way? I don't think he's been in Congress for a whole for a whole minute. He he tripped and like got hurt and went to the hospital, and I don't think he's been seen since. Is he dead? Could care less, really. Could could we be that lucky? I don't wish the man dead, but I kind of do. In Minecraft, I would never wish somebody dead. That would be awful. <laughs> I'm just trying to not say things that will get me in trouble. <laughs> it's all in Minecraft. It's all hypothetical. It does not. It, it is not against the law to wish bad things on people. You can't say 
I'm going to go shoot this person. You can't say that. That like that's that like that's not right. Okay. But you so can I wish hope, that a meteor hits them. I hope that Trump and McConnell are in a car together. <laughs> and they get stuck in traffic. And they both get explosives diarrhea. <laughs> and Trump forgot his diaper. I've heard his diapers are terrible. Because he does. He wears diapers. He 100% wears diapers. You can see it when he walks. Yeah, I mean, they had to... Like that one guy was saying, they had to stop some of the filming of that apprentice one time because he soiled himself and it was pretty ripe. Noel Kassler. Noel Kassler is, uh, was on a, uh, The Apprentice and he is daring Trump to sue him. He's like, please sue me for defamation. Please. You know something like that happened on a plane once? Trump no, 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 no. It was some. It was something like a commercial flight. I can't remember which words from. I said we'll try to look it up. But like, like almost right after the plane took off and the seatbelt signs come off, mm-hmm. somebody went in there and he didn't drop a. Apparently, he didn't drop a deuce. Apparently, he dropped like a quattro. <laughs> and apparently, it was so vile that it was make. It made a lot of the passengers on the plane sick. It made some stewardess sick. That plane was in the air for less than 30 minutes total because they had to turn around and go back. They had to turn around the plane and go back to the terminal, get these people, because people were like puking on this plane. Oh, my God. That's how awful this stuff that come out of this man. I wonder what was wrong with him. <sighs> Poor guy. I don't know. How would you like that to be your legacy? I'm the guy that took oh, a plane would, out of the be, air. I'd be so fucking proud of that. It's like, man, I shit so bad. Ooh, it was bad. They brought turned, a plane they down. They turned the fucking plane around on my ass. It's like, hell no. Get your ass off of here. I'm sure they, I don't know if they had to like switch planes and disinfect this one or what, but apparently like it was awful. People were puking from it because they couldn't. It was just so nasty. That's horrible. How do you get that smell out? You, you know that shit lingers. <sighs> you know that shit lingers. <laughs> that's, a, that's a stank you can't wash off. <laughs> you walk back in that plane, there's some of them fucking <laughs> pine-scented Christmas trees in there. You can't even see from one end of the plane to the other. <laughs> Just hanging from every available and surface. I could, and I could just see people going in these planes and cleaning it up with like a half fucking hazmat suit on. <laughs> <laughs> and then they still come out and pull the mask off. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's in my mouth. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. <laughs> You've had some stanky ones before. My poop does not stink. No, but your farts do. No, they don't. They, they smell good. They're horrible. They're awful. And some, there was one time when you farted in my car. I'm sorry we're talking about stuff like this on the podcast, but there was one time when you ripped one in my car, and I had to get out. <laughs> you remember that? It's like, like rolling the windows down didn't even do anything. <laughs> oh, that's that one. You were like, oh, it's chewy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. Boy, this podcast took a weird turn. This podcast took a real weird turn. Hey, How do we get on that? I don't know. 
Um, I, I don't. I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> Let's not go back to it. I mean, there's no telling where a conversation a, is going to go. If Trump's you're, diaper. If you're discussing anything about that piece of shit. Piece of shit's a nice term. Piece of shit is actually insulting to pieces of shit. Yep. I just, uh, I just don't understand. I don't understand how people support him. I just don't get it. And he's currently leading in the polls right now. I mean, make it make sense. I like the joke talk about how they were, they were, his family was flying somewhere, and he pulls a hundred dollar bill out of his wallet. Says, you know what? I'm gonna make somebody's day. Heck, I'm gonna make somebody's day. I'm gonna throw this hundred dollar bill out the window. Somebody's gonna find it. and It's gonna make their day. They're just gonna make them happy. And then one of the other kids is like, "Why don't you throw out instead of a hundred dollar bill, throw out two fifties? Make two people happy." Mm-hmm. And of course, it went through that like with twenties and tens. It's like you know, just throw out a hundred one dollar bills. You know, people still be happy to find that. Mm-hmm. You know, have a dollar bill fall out of the sky to them. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear like one of the the pilot. It's like I wish they'd all jump, make everybody happy. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I'm looking at a story here online. This is so cute. Um, a 16 year old high school senior. Um, his name is Mal- uh, Dennis Malik Barnes. Um, he got accepted to 186 different colleges. He's how old? He is 16 years old, and he's decided he's going to go to Cornell. He's got he's already got 27 college credits, and he has maintained a 4.98 GPA. Look at that! Isn't that great? I get smart. <laughs> he's good. And can you imagine what his essay was? I mean, to get into Cornell. I mean, Cornell is a good school. <laughs> and good for him on getting in because I mean, that's this, where Andy went, wasn't it? Is when it's where Andy went. It's real fucking hard to get into those schools unless you're a legacy. That's that's the thing. See, like people are like, oh, you can't get into like you hear a lot of right wingers. You can't get into those schools unless you're a, a minority. They're not going to let you in. No, 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 no. They don't fucking let you in unless you're a legacy. Yeah, it's real hard to get into those schools unless you have a parent that went. Yeah. Those are the only people that go to Ivy Leagues. But for this kid to be able to jump in. And to do what he did. I wonder what he's going to school for. I don't know. Let's look. Let's I mean, look I'm see. sure it's some type of engineering. He's I got mean. $10 million in scholarships. He can go to school for free. Isn't that great? Let's see. I mean, it's got to be some type of engineering if I had to guess. Let's see. 150 colleges offering a total of $10 million in scholarships. Um, computer science. And he's going to move on to practice software development. That's what... My oldest son's doing computer yes, it science. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. He's going to be a computer engineer. Yep. Computer science engineer. That is awesome. He went to the Southern University of New Orleans. He got his 27 college credits there. He maintained a 4.98 GPA at the International High School of New Orleans. He is also considering someday attending law school. But first, he's got to graduate high school on May the 24th. And he's 16? He is 16. He's graduating early, and he's going to school. He's going to college early. He's Sheldon Cooper. Wow. You only get so long to be a kid. Why rush it? I, I, I completely agree. I, I, like, Sheldon Cooper should never have been forced to go to college at 13. Like, I realize that's just a TV show, but 
Let let your kid be a kid. Yeah. Let your kid be a kid. But but that that brings up something. You know, we're we're on politics tonight. Letting kids be kids. Why is it that Republicans scream so loudly about letting kids be kids, but then they are so insistent on those kids growing up super fast by getting pregnant and getting married when they're 12? We've discussed this, and you already know the answer. Because it tends to skew this direction that as people get more educated on things, they are less likely to be Republican. That's true. And so if they get these, if these kids at young ages are getting pregnant, dropping out of school, then they're not getting that next and higher level education that makes them smart enough to go, wait a minute. I'm not just going to believe what you're telling me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go spend the time to look up and get my own opinion and not the opinion that you're just telling me that I'm supposed to have. Mm -hmm. And these ones that aren't going out and getting this higher education are more susceptible to that influence. Well, what's interesting to me is that, you know, I've heard my entire life that um, higher level education indoctrinates you to be a liberal. And I understand why people who don't have higher education think that. Because when you go to college, you tend to come out liberal. And so it appears as though college is indoctrinating you to become a certain way. But in my experience, I never knew the political ideologies of anybody that I, went to, that I was taught by. Because nobody really talked about it in college. What got me to where I am today was college pulled me out of the bubble I lived in. You know what I mean? College took me out of this little bitty town that I was living in with these little bitty parents around all these little bitty people that I had never seen anybody that didn't look like me. I had never been around anybody that didn't look like me or think like me or anything else and didn't look, look like my parents or think like my parents. And when I got into state school, what I saw was diversity. And I saw people that were different than me, and I was like, whoa. You mean the ones that didn't think the way you were taught to think? Yeah. And I, I'm sorry, everybody indoctrinates their kids. That's just part of being a kid. You get indoctrinated by your parents to believe one way or another because it is our job as parents to try to teach our kids what we feel is best. And therefore, we tell a young kid what we think is best at the time based on the information we have at the time. That's indoctrination because they don't know any better. And so... Everybody does that. Liberals, Christians, non-Christians, you're indoctrinating your kids. So when they get out of your bubble that you've raised them in and they go see other viewpoints, sometimes they end up very different than, different than you. I think you ended up a little different. <laughs> well, I don't talk to my parents now because they're so different than me. So you tell me how I ended up. But most of that's happened since 2016. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, I, I was, 
Trump was a huge wedge between me and my family. Huge. Mm -hmm. I couldn't understand how they would support him. And they couldn't understand why I wouldn't. And it just led to irreconcilable differences. We just, we, we don't think the same way anymore. We just don't. And I can't possibly see their point of view because I used to be in their point of view. That's the thing. Yep. Like I used to agree with their point of view, but I don't anymore. And they have refused to even meet me halfway to try to understand how I got to where I am. They're just like, well, you're wrong and that's it. And so we went from being able to talk to each other about stuff like this to not being able to talk at all about anything that was important. And it just, it, 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 it's boiled down to, I don't talk to my parents. I don't talk to my family. Yeah. Because that's the way it needed to be. And then the fact that we have a trans kid that they're refusing to acknowledge that was another that was another big thing that was that was that was the the dividing well, it, line right it's there it's not just that they are refusing to acknowledge they are ever since they found out about it they have made a point to purposely misgender our child and call him by the wrong name and like the, the the what was a Christmas card or something birthday card but even it was something in the past it was they sent stuff in the past and just had it was addressed to our child first name last name that was it but after they found out about him being trans they made a point to use his last name Mm-hmm. His dead first name. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time they ever put a miss mm-hmm. in front of it. Miss dead name Shay. They did that on purpose. And and, and, and remember remember I told you when, when I got my birthday cards from them, I can't remember the last time that my mother has sent me a birthday card. But she sent me one this year. And not only did she send me one from her and dad, this was because in February is when I cut ties with them. In February, I sent them a text message, a long text message, asking them to work with me, asking them to talk to me, but to do it in such a way that we could all talk to each other as opposed to me moving completely toward them, meet me in the middle, and they refused to do it. So I said, okay, I'm just letting you know. I'm drawing a boundary line. You're not willing to meet me in the middle. I'm not willing to go as far as you want me to go. So I guess this yeah, is it. Here's the middle. Here's if you want to meet me here, I'll go there. But I'm not taking another step after that. Exactly. But they kept expecting me to come further yeah. to them. So we cut them off in February. And my birthday is in April. And I got two birthday cards in April. I can't remember the last time I got a birthday card from my parents. But they sent me one this year. From both my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. They also sent me a second one from the entire church church i have never in my entire freaking life i am 43 years old i have never gotten Whoa, a you're birthday 43 i'm 43 buddy it's about time for you to trade me in for a new model i gotta trade your warranty's already expired i know right trade you in for a new model but i have never gotten a birthday card from the entire freaking church Mm-mm. 
that was manipulation. That was on purpose. They were trying to manipulate me into feeling a certain way. But what they don't understand is all it did was piss me off. <laughs> because it was so blatant and so obvious what they were trying to do. You know? It would be different if they sent me a text message here and there saying, hey, I'm willing to at least listen. You don't have to accept what I say. You don't have to believe what I say. You don't have to even agree with me. Just listen. I want to tell you how I got from point A to point B. I want to have these conversations with you. And they're right. not even willing to do that. No, yeah, because they have their blinders on. And they have no intention whatsoever of ever taking them off or even loosening them up. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Right. And, and you know, I, I, I thought about this in terms of my own education. Like I said, college was the worst thing that they could have done for me if they had wanted to keep me in their little bubble. The worst thing that they ever did was send me to a state college and then let me get married and move halfway across the state. That's the worst thing they did because I got out of my bubble. I was able to see people different than me and I was able to see things weren't the way that they had taught me they were. And I could not figure out how my very highly educated parents did not come to the same conclusions. If not the same conclusions, at least not the conclusions they'd come to. Because they're very rigid in their ideology. And I never understood that. And it hit me the other day. They have only ever been to Bible college. They have never been to anything outside of Bible college. Both my parents were educated in a religious institution their entire lives. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. My dad has got my dad has a PhD and at least at least two master's degrees and they're all from Bible colleges and seminaries. Which is really funny that he went to seminary and didn't come out an atheist because um, honestly seminary is the best place to become an atheist. <laughs> Because they teach you all kinds of stuff about the Bible that you're not necessarily supposed to know. Would you stop? What are you doing? Damn. Holy crap. So, um, you know who Glenn Kuiper is? Glenn Kuiper? I think it's Glenn Kuiper. Q-U-I-P-E-R. Glenn Kuiper. Well, obviously I don't. He is the announcer for the athletics. Okay, the Oakland A's baseball team. Okay. Okay. He was... Uh... <laughs> oh, I know what story you're telling now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was on air, and they were talking about the... Live. Uh, live on air. They were talking about the Negro Leagues. Well, he didn't say Negro. Negro. <laughs> he used a He used a word. derogatory form of that word that you're not supposed to say ever for any reason under any circumstances ever 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 and he said it live on air and it was kind of garbled you know maybe he did maybe he didn't but he definitely did because when he came back from a commercial in the sixth inning he apologized for it and it's going to be interesting to see if he is allowed to remain on air which is weird because i mean there's a lot of or most your quote-unquote live stuff purposely has a about like a 15 a five, second, delay. 10 second yeah. delay so stuff like that doesn't make it onto actual live television which is why i'm saying i think it was a little garbled and nobody really caught it until somebody caught it and then they were like oh shit oh, oh no 
That's not good. Because if that, if they ran off of that five to ten second delay, and that made it on TV, <laughs> what's worse? You know, I mean, who, who's going to get it worse? The guy that said it? Or the guy that let it get through? Or the ones that were responsible for making sure stuff like that didn't make it to live television? I don't know. They probably are all going down. It's not Ooh, good. Wee. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. No bueno for shit. So I have an interesting story for you that I need explained. I have so many questions about the story. You mean to explain it? I need you to explain it. I can explain it. It's you, probably you, aliens. I can do it. Not a problem. I got you. New, I got you. Picture it. Sicily, 1942. New Sorry. Jersey. Oh, New Jersey. Sorry. All right. Picture, picture it. New Jersey. New Jersey, 2023. Somebody goes into the woods, finds hundreds of pounds of cooked pasta <laughs> dumped in the woods. And nobody fucking knows where it came from. <laughs> oh, and has it been verified that that's what this is? Yes, it is pasta in the woods for no reason. <laughs> it's just dumped there. <laughs> and nobody knows why it's there. Nobody knows. I need somebody to explain to me why somebody took a bunch of pasta out into the woods and dumped it there. Did they do it in a dump truck? Did they do it in the bed of a truck? Did they take it out there plate by plate just over years and, and dump all this freaking pasta in the wood? Like, I need somebody to explain to me how it all got there. I just know whoever did it, you know they got it back in their mind. Somebody's going to find this. I ain't gonna they're they're going to fuck them up. Because <laughs> they ain't going to have a clue why this shit's out of here. <laughs> Can you imagine being the guy that did that and it's showing up on the news and you're like, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you can get in trouble for something like that. You know, some dude probably got a black eye out of that because his wife is like, you motherfucker, I thought you said when I made spaghetti, you like to go out on the patio and eat. You were throwing that shit in the back of your truck and taking it out to the damn woods. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what I you, see those noodles. That's my recipe. <laughs> that, that's what you would do because you don't like spaghetti. Or you don't care for it much. I like spaghetti. I just don't like it with hardly any or none at all i like it with little as possible or none at all of the spaghetti sauce i like eating just hot noodles with butter uh -huh. that's how i like it well and also you were kind of oh, I was inoculated to spaghetti because i was burnt off spaghetti because my your ex-wife cooked it like all the time oh my god at least two or three times a week well it's because it's an easy meal i know, you know? i got so fucking tired of spaghetti only thing I liked about it is we'd always get those boxes of the Texas toast. Mm -hmm. It used to piss her off so bad because my favorite part was the crusty part. Mm -hmm. Our our child, the oldest boy, yeah, his he didn't like the crust. He liked the inside part. So I would pull the crust off mine and give him the inside. He'd pull the crust off of his and give me the crust. It was all getting eaten. I don't understand why she was so pissed about that. But she like would throw a fucking fit. Like, why? Who cares? It got eaten. Your ex-wife was a she, nut. She rhymes with ditch. <laughs> but it starts with a different letter. <laughs> Maybe a B. Not the W. <laughs> no. Worse. Yes. 
<laughs> She's a hunt with a different letter. With a different letter. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't actually believe you that she was until one of her friends told me that she was. Because you, you were thought you were getting, like always, one side of the story. Because that's all you ever get. It's just one I was, side of the story. I was elaborating on things. I did. But I unelaborated on it on a lot of things. So I wouldn't look so pitiful and bad for putting up with it as long as I did. Because mm, that's six years you'll never get back. Because you found out about stuff that I'd kind of downplayed, I guess. Yeah, I found out about stuff that you had downplayed from your sister and from your ex-wife's friend who contacted that, me on Facebook. That I grew up with. Yeah. And that I don't know where she met her, but ended up like babysitting her kid when she was born. Mm-hmm. But yeah. me and her older brother were teammates in summer leagues, and their grandfather was actually our coach one, one year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, her, so her friend contacted me on Facebook after you and I started dating, and she was like, oh yeah, we had bets on how long the marriage was going to last, because she was so damn mean to him. Yep. We knew he wasn't going to stay around forever. But you stayed around for six damn years. <laughs> Your sister told me she knew it was over in year two. She said, I don't understand how he lasted for six years, because I knew it was over the second year. I wonder what happened that second year. I know exactly what happened. You want me to tell you the story that your sister told me? Sure. She said she was on the phone with you, and you guys were watching a baseball game. And a guy you went to college with was oh, playing in the major leagues. Yep. And you were fighting with your ex-wife. Let me let me finish. I you had were fighting no with idea your ex-wife. He had actually made it, and he was our he was our number two starter in college. And I you, was the one. Yeah, you were in in the middle of a fight with your ex-wife, and called your sister. And in the middle of this fight, while you're on the phone with your sister. You pointed at the screen at this guy who was in the majors who had gone to college with you, and you said, that could be me right now. It's because of you it's not. And your sister told me, she said, at that moment I knew the marriage was over. And I don't know how he lasted as much longer as he did. I mean, I won't say his name, but his initials were CC, and he and he made it up to the the game I was watching, it was I don't know who they were playing, but it was he was pitching. He came in relief and pitched for the Padres. Mm-hmm. And you you had been in the minors for a year before you were made to come back home and marry her. I wasn't even there for a year. But you you she she essentially forced your hand and made you come back home. But yeah, because I because uh, your sister told me that. Um, Everybody, including her and your mother, tried to stop you from coming home. And you didn't listen. Because you'd been told you had to. And for whatever reason, you believed her. And there's six years of your life. But yeah. But let's go on to happier subjects. <laughs> let's not talk about awful stuff anymore. But all I have is a big page full of been, awful we've stuff. We're talking about politics. How can you say anything good? The coronation was today. Other King than... Charles got coronated today. Yeah. And that that was we watched it this morning because I was up at like five o'clock this morning just because I was because apparently that's just what happens now. I get up at five o'clock on Saturdays, but we were watching the coronation and it's like a magical ceremony 
because they say all the magical words and you have to hold things in a magical way and you have to have the little hat that makes the magical things work and the one glove (laughs) no one glove on your right hand and and he was dressed like fucking snoke from star wars (laughs) i mean you know they were probably thinking god they need to hurry up this dude's gonna have a heart attack out here and we're going to start all this shit all over. King Charles is 74 years old, and he is ascending to the throne. I mean, he's been king this entire time, because you know, since, since, since Queen Elizabeth died. So he's been king this entire time, but he's actually, like, officially, like, coronated and all this other stuff. They had the big party. And <laughs> there is nothing more British and nothing more royal than having... A 74-year-old man in a gold carriage go across Blacktop Road that's got potholes filled in with sand because they can't afford to fix the roads. There's nothing more quintessentially royal than that. Mm-hmm. It's just a beautiful juxtaposition of just how out of touch the royal family is. <laughs> There's so much money funneled into that family. They're, they're freaking billionaires. The family by itself is billionaires, not to mention the assets they have from the British royal government. Yeah. I, I just The monarchy needs to go away. I'm sorry. It just needs to go away. And if King Charles is the last king they have, it would be a good thing. Because are you telling me we still have a monarchy where we think that this inbred dumbass with these big giant ears is somehow chosen by God through his bloodline to lead the country. Because he can hear so well. (laughs) He wasn't even supposed to be on the throne. I told you that story earlier. Queen Elizabeth was not even in line for the throne when she got the throne. Her father got thrown into the position of king because his brother abdicated the throne and took his entire family line out of being heirs to the throne. Because he wanted to marry a commoner, an American. And that was back in World War II. And, <clears throat> or right before World War II. Kind of uh, like turn of the century-ish. And so he abdicated the throne. His brother took over. Ten years after he took over, he had a heart attack. And Queen Elizabeth ascended to the throne, becoming the longest living monarch, or the longest reigning monarch in, in English history. King Charles is freaking 74 years old. He's probably going to be the shortest living king in history. <laughs> and we Keep all that shit close by. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no kidding. Because they're going to have to, they're going to have to uh, coronate Will, uh, William before too long. Probably so, because at least he don't look as bad as the other guy did, though. Oh, Prince Philip? Yeah, Prince Philip looked dead for several years before he actually passed. I felt bad for the guy. I think that was a weekend at Bernie's thing. I think he was uh, dead. Yeah. And they were just propping him up in places. <laughs> Putting sunglasses on and making his arms wave. <laughs> but... I did make, one of the kids was asleep when the coronation was going on, but the other one I told him he needed to watch at least a little bit of it because it's kind of, you know, maybe it's not once in a lifetime because we're going to see more than one coronation by the time we go unless something horrible happens, you know, because, you know, Prince Charles, I mean, King King Charles is so aged. We're going to see another coronation before long. 
but it is something interesting and it is something that you need to know about because the the monarchy has been around since god was a kid and you know it used to be this big fantastic thing and it's just kind of this thing now it's just an interesting thing (laughs) i need to ask my canadian friends how they feel about the coronation today because technically canada is still under the king really yes they are still a monarchy they have their prime minister and they have their you know they have their like congress people like their version of congress parliament is what i'm thinking of so they have their they have their parliament. They have uh, their prime you minister. You talk with your hands so much, you hit your microphone. I know that's terrible. <laughs> we were talking about that last week. Um, but they're they're still British, technically British subjects. <sighs> Damn, that shit's good. Yeah. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about? I still have some stuff I want to talk about, but I, I like still I, have some I, stuff on I my list. I didn't really but. have anything. I was just going to go off of whatever you brought up because I've been avoiding politics, <laughs> which I'll have to start noting down stuff again that we're gonna do a friday and saturday now we're gonna try we should be able to there's no reason why we can't i don't see why not this has been fun though so i don't know if you guys are ready for two two podcasts a week (laughs) they don't have to listen to both of them that's true you can listen to one of them it's okay we're doing this for us this is fun and our three listeners yep we did have a listener from new york so if you're back hi and we did have a listener from georgia so if you're back hi you should contact me on 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 a. Oh, if you're from Georgia. If you're from Georgia or Minnesota or any of the other places, let that me we finish. God. <laughs> if you're from Georgia, go get on Minecraft, drive up the road, and have your Minecraft character throw a few eggs at Marjorie's house for me. Okay, I think that's fair. Does she even live in Georgia, though? I don't know. A lot of her constituents are mad because she's, like, never in Georgia. And one of these days, I'm still making you take me to Georgia. So that we can go to an Atlanta Braves game. Yes. Yes. We're going to go. And we're also going to go to Cooperstown. Yeah. Because that'll be fun. Oh, does, does your, uh, does your buddy in St. Louis listen to our podcast? I think he used to. I don't know if he listens to it now. I wonder if he still does. Do we have anybody that ever downloads or listens to it from there? Uh, not that I know of. Hmm. Why? What do you... Well, because when season started, MLB season started. Mm-hmm. You had me talking about Braves. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how they were going to fall off this year. Mm-hmm. The Braves were going to be terrible. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And that... The Cardinals up in St. Louis were going to have pretty much a cakewalk into first in their division mm-hmm. because pretty much he said all the teams in their division are bad. In which you know the the their teams aren't too bad in that division, but they are roughly about thirty four to thirty five games into the season right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Braves top of their division with a five and a half game lead only after 35 games at a a record of 22 and 11 (laughs) 
So they are leading their division. And I'm about to sneeze. Hold on. Oh, goodness. And then you've got his Cardinals, who he said that we're going to have a cakewalk to get to first place in their division. Uh, technically, uh, they're not there right now. The Pirates are. With a record of 20-13. and 13. And the Cardinals are 10 and a half games out of first. They have the worst record in their division. They are 10 and 24 right now. So not only are they not having a cakewalk to win their division, they actually have the worst overall record in the National League, only to be outdone by the Royals and the A's in the American League. <laughs> are the only two teams in the entire baseball with a worse record than them. Now, one thing I was not expecting this year, the Rangers are actually leading. Well, they're not. Well, they are in a first place tie in their division right now. Wow. The Rangers haven't been good in a while. They have not been good in a while. The Orioles have not been all that good in a while. Now, I don't, I don't know. Time will tell if they can keep this up. Mm-hmm. You know. But. They actually have a slightly better record than the Braves, but yet they are still four games out of first in their division. Damn. Because the Devil Rays, they, they are blowing it up this year. They're like 27-7 and seven or something like that. They're, they're doing really well. Uh, pausing the moat for records, though. Still it out there. Yankees are in last place in their division. It's because Jesus hates the Yankees. They are in dead last in their division. <laughs> but they still have a winning record. So that's a really... I mean, every team in that... I mean, they, they're they positive by two games right now. And they're still in last place in their division. They just got a really... They've got a tough division this year. So or at least everybody's playing to that level right now. Do we need to get the MLB channel so you can watch more baseball? Yeah, it's okay. I don't mind. Of course, now I am, I am home. That's what I'm saying. More to watch baseball. Yeah. You need to start getting mm-hmm. on Hulu and start watching some of the games that are coming on at night. I will have to do that. Yeah. And and if you want me to, I can get the MLB Network so you can see like more of the games. We may have to talk about that. But, Let's see what this next week's paycheck looks like before but, we start talking I, about I, getting I, stuff. I, I just had to bring this up just in case he does decide to happen to listen to something one day and, and listens to it. Um, still waiting for them. Still waiting for them to start that cakewalk, buddy. Still waiting. <laughs> There's plenty of season for them to turn around. I get it. Hundred and almost 130 games left. 120 something games left. Anything can happen. That's why you play the games. But it ain't looking too good for them. <laughs> well, it's not like football when you have 16 games and you either have a winning record or you don't. Yeah. Because you've got what? How many games you played during the season? 200? Where? 
in baseball? 162. 162 games. I mean, mathematically speaking, anything can happen in 162 games. Oh, yeah. I mean, and what is it's just so crazy because you have that many games in a season. But every single year, it gets down to the last day or last two days of the season to see which teams make it squeeze their way into the playoffs. Because mathematically, it all averages out. I know, but it just it doesn't seem like it should. But it does. That's the law of averages. It just does not seem like it should work out like that, but it always does. The more you play, the more likely you are to hit average. You know what? What? You know what? Come over here and say that to my face. I said your hair is way above average and it looks amazing. We both know that's not what you said. It is what I said, honey. You know I love you. Stop and your touching hair. me. Stop it. You Stop know touching I love me. You and Stop your touching hair. me. <laughs> I love you. Stop and your touching hair. me. <laughs> You're talking about my hairy legs. Quit. <laughs> All right. At least I didn't do. I love your hair. Can I touch it? And touch my upper lip. And go like, cross your upper lip. (laughs) (laughs) That is one thing that I have always been lucky with my entire life. My hair, like, my, I'm sure you guys want to know this, but my body hair is like super light. Like, I don't have, I just don't have, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. My poor sister was the opposite, but that's that's another story for another day. My sister had gender-affirming care when she was about 16, 17 years old. She sure did. And my parents got the insurance company to pay for it because she was in such mental distress that it caused her to need gender-affirming care. Now, they didn't call it gender-affirming care, but that's 100% what it was. That's what it was. That's what it was. Women get boob plants. Well, she didn't get get boob plants. No, she didn't, but women get those. And you can consider that as well. My dad wore a toupee up until I was 13 years old. That is gender-affirming care. Yeah. Because anything that makes you feel more like the gender that you are is gender-affirming care. See, I used to worry about losing my hair, and then I finally had the guts to shave it one day. Oh, my God, it's so much better. Mm -hmm. I love it when my head is shaved. Mm -hmm. And you don't understand how much I love my undercut. Yeah. I, I freaking love it because it's so easy to mess with. And, like, I I styled it. Like, it's long enough now that I kind of styled it in. It was, and, and don't get me wrong, it was a Karen haircut. You know, it was it was a Karen haircut the other day. But I was able to style it a little differently. And I can wear it in a little ponytail. And, you know, I can. Maybe you had Karens going, whoa, dial it back. I did. I did. But I, I thought it looked kind of cute on me. I'm sorry. It looked look kind of cute but what i want to do with my hair is like grow it like super super long from the top and have it undercut so i can wear it in a ponytail and you know make it look cool like that but anyway this was supposed to be our politics episode and we were way off of that <laughs> oh we tried it's okay it's just so depressing to talk about politics all the time yeah it's so depressing so uh, so okay so maybe maybe instead of just politics Maybe we do current events and anything that expresses our fancy that day. That'll work. And that, and that way it's less... Well, it's not that it's... We, we weren't set out for it to be just politics. Because there was politic things that we wanted to 
discuss and talk about, but we refuse to talk about those things on our quote unquote date night. Yeah. Date night is about happy stuff. Mostly. Mostly. I think. I think yesterday was a pretty happy, happy night. I don't remember. You were pretty drunk. That wine was good shit. Yeah. Oh, I made vegetable and meat stew tonight. Oh my God, it was so good. You want to rephrase that woman? What? I'm, I did. I did. Well, we we made. What, say it we, again. One more time. We. One more time. We. Thank you very made much. Made meat and vegetable stew tonight, but it was my recipe. No credit. It was my recipe. It wasn't your recipe. It was one you found online. But it didn't have any like. Okay, so it told me kind of what to put in it, but it didn't tell me. It was one of those recipes where you have like ten pages of a story before you actually get to the recipe. And all it had on there was, you need to put this, 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 and this in your vegetable stew. But it didn't give me... How much? How much to put in there, how long to cook it. Like, it didn't tell me any of that stuff. So I had to kind of measure the shit with my heart. And it turned out really well. Really well. And Tom made cornbread, which was fucking awesome. So we had beef and vegetable stew and cornbread. And it was like the best meal we've had all week. That was really good. And we are going to have, we may have to just put, let that go. I turned the heat off on it. Mm -hmm. We may have to go there and just kind of stir it up a little bit so it'll all cool off. And And then just put that in the fridge. May have to put that whole thing in the fridge because we're going to probably have to make a trip to Walmart tomorrow to get containers to put it in because I don't know if we have that many. I don't think we have enough soup containers to put that stuff in. I mean, we can start filling them up, and if we run out, depends on how much is left, I mean. You're real good at finding room in the fridge for stuff, though, so. Well, I can find room in the fridge for it. That won't be a problem. It's just fine because I've got, I used two of the containers last night with the hamburger helper I made. Mm Mm-hmm. So I love got, that struggle. Oh, yeah, that stuff is so good. That stuff is awesome. I know those are struggle meals, but that's okay. It's good stuff. Heck yeah. We like the struggle meals. I like the stru- I like this. I like those. Uh, the the snuggles. Snuggles. Struggle. A struggle. Snuggle. snuggle. <laughs> like when you try to fight me off when I want to hug, you're like, no, I'm like, come here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a struggle with the snuggle. <laughs> it's just because you love me so much. You I know. Me. I do love you. I do. I don't blame you. If I was you, I'd do that too. Yeah. I don't have anything um, written down that is not horrible, and I don't want to end on something horrible. So. Okay. Kind of ready to end it. I guess. I don't know how much time we've had. Um, an hour and twenty-two minutes. Oh yeah, we probably should cut that <laughs> off then. People, if anybody is actually listening, like they're probably clock watching, like, when are these two idiots gonna shut the fuck up? Right? Why listen to this shit? It's like, come on. And I'll hear from hear from cardboard later. Yeah, I listen to the whole thing, man. <laughs> we do have some loyal listeners, and we love them dearly. Now you just need to tell your friends about us and get them listening to. <laughs> hero listens, smashing hero. Yeah, I like hero. They actually asked, "When y'all gonna do it again, man? I ain't got nothing to listen to." I'm like, my bad, my bad. Oh, I saw something I'm going to have to send to his brother, though, if I ever pass it again. What was it? I don't know. I, I'm pretty, I know it's got to be the guy's name, someone's name. But I was going to take a picture of their sign if I ever go by it again, and I was going to send it to him, to his brother, to see if uh, I was going to ask him, hey, is this where you got your online degree? 
because it was called Shorter University. <laughs> he's got he's gonna come to Arkansas and kick your ass one of these days. <laughs> Couldn't get his foot up that. I'd have to give him a step stool. <laughs> All right, lay down so I can kick you. All right, well, we're going to bring this mess to a close. <laughs> Thank you for lasting this long. We really appreciate you coming back for a second time this week. And, you know, we're going to see you next week. And we're going to, maybe we'll do two, maybe we'll do one, maybe we'll do a movie. I don't know what we're going to do. This is all stream of consciousness bullshit. We uh, just, we do all kinds of stuff. It's a junior college in our area. It's called Shorter College. Shorter College. <laughs> I'm asking if this is where he went. <laughs> all right well you guys need to contact us on social medias at cricket shay on twitter at cricket shay one on instagram the shays lounge on instagram a drawing cricket on instagram um you can find me on facebook you can find me on tribal you can find me on spoutable <laughs> when i get an invitation to blue sky you can find me on blue sky <laughs> what is blue sky Okay, so Jack Dorsey is the guy that created oh, the, Twitter. Oh, the Twitter guy. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I know, I know. yeah. Okay. So, anyway. But, yeah, you can find me on all those places. Or if you have my cell phone number, text me. I love hearing from people. Yep. Sound like a plan. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. <laughs>